All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with an awesome guest, AJ McRae. AJ, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So nice words. Nice words, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Glad to hear you're doing great, and really glad to have you today. Uh, for those of you who right. might not know, yeah, of course. AJ is a content creator on YouTube with his channel Fanatics 4, where he covers Nintendo specifically, but just kind of gaming content, and then also a fellow podcaster with uh, his podcast directly to you. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit about AJ, what he's up to, but um, do you mind diving into a little bit maybe about your background, who you are, what you're up to, all that good stuff? Uh, I'm just a dude that likes stuff, you know? And I, was, <laughs> I, saw, I saw other people on YouTube.com that are also just dudes that like stuff and they made careers out of it. And I was like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I did it. There you go. I love that. Awesome. So how, how long have you been on YouTube? Uh, like six years. Okay. Six years. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I started YouTube like mid to late 2015. Um, it was making me money two, three months after that because I want to say like our fifth video um, got found by uh, a multi-channel network that has their own like central YouTube channel where they upload like their gaming content that had at the time it was like 800 and something thousand subscribers. And they found that video and were like, yo, this is good. You should do this for us and we'll pay you money. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> Um, so that, that kind of like set us up to like, since then it's been my job. And then I grew through that and meeting people like Bob from the wall then and like, you know, collaborating a lot that yeah. helped Fanatics for itself make money and then, you know, stuff like that. That's awesome. Okay. That's so cool. And that's, I feel like that's an interesting perspective. Cause I talk to people like who have done or are doing YouTube and they're like, Oh my God, like it took me like five years to make like. 10 bucks mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really cool to hear that like you i mean i guess maybe just random dumb luck almost or just like discovered yeah, I, mean... I mean pretty much um because so when i started youtube i've always been like a, a creative person i've always wanted to work in entertainment in some way um okay. i just figured that youtube was the best way to do that and because i knew that and how like broad youtube generally is especially if you build your your uh platform around you as a personality um i wanted to like go to school for something that's broad so i went to full cell university and when i was getting ready to go there for uh, media communications uh which is basically the youtube program <laughs> um <laughs> when i was getting ready to go, uh, go there my dad was like oh you're gonna have to like i know you want to start this youtube channel but you're probably gonna have to like put that on hold until uh you're done and I was like, no, I don't think I will. So I just did YouTube. And then my professors found out about like, so the, the, the video that TGN found, who's the multi-channel network, um, that happened, I want to say like the first week that I was in Florida, like I started full sell online for like the first month. And then after that first month, they found the video um, and then they brought me on. When I did my first class, they're like, oh, tell us about what you do. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just posted this video. It got 600,000 views or whatever at the time. And they're like, oh, my God. Uh, and literally the first assignment in that class, it was um, 
new media tools or something like that. The first assignment was to make a video and it was like this mini competition within the class, whoever got the most views on their video, <laughs> the one. So I was like, oh, okay. So I posted this video. I got first place because the video that I posted was like, it got like 50,000 views that day. Yeah. And I think now that video has like 120,000 views or something like that. And like, so I won. And the the second place was like, 500 views or something so it was like ah, i'm kind of cheating here but i mean <laughs> the assignment's the assignment and right from that point on pretty much every professor i had there um was like you're literally doing what the coursework is it's like first month was uh like i said like new media tools the next month after that was like web design or, or something like that branding uh graphic design all that stuff so it's like all, pretty much all I had to do was like just do the thing that you're gonna do and send it in as as your your assignment for the week or whatever. So it's like my dad told me I had to put it on hold, but really I was getting great grades at full sale because I was just doing YouTube. Like that was my yeah. whole focus while I was in school. That's wild. So it's it's really like by doing what you loved and wanted to do with YouTube, like you were doing school <laughs> yep exactly. like it was the same it was one in the same at that point for you mm -hmm. wow that's awesome that is such a cool perspective and that's just so funny that like that your first assignment was to see you could get the most views and you're just like rolling up like oh hey you know i, I have all these views already <laughs> yeah. and one of the assignments i did a video with my friend bob and yeah. this was like around when we first met because we met through facebook because we're both fans of uh kind of funny who's a gaming uh youtube conglomerate okay. um that's that was like founded by greg miller and other people that left ign uh and we were going to do a collab and i for that uh for my assignment that week it was supposed to be like make like a mock ad for full sale and i was okay. like okay well i'm doing this video with bob um i can just put that at the end of it like it's a a sponsorship like a, a yeah. regular brand integration so like that was another thing where it's like my my professors were giving like feedback on bob's part of the video it's like yeah this is you know your guys chemistry is really great <laughs> like, yeah like oh my god <laughs> that's so funny Wait, so when was this uh the the assignment with bob or when i i went to full sell or, from yeah. from the end of 2015 to 2017 okay early 2017 like okay. around when the switch came out was gotcha stop okay and so when you were when you were there and all this happening was this under um fanatics 4 yes okay okay cool just so i was doing sure. fanatics 4 and tgn yeah in tandem it's kind of like uh you know game theory mm -hmm. you know how they used to have like guys and goomba and like uh digressing and side questing and all this stuff where yeah. they would have creators that have their shows on game theory but they also yeah. have their own channels and they use those to like cross promote it was like that yeah. it okay. was like i would literally make it so tgn now their channel is like focused on overwatch which is why it's like that was the reason why i initially left where i was like ah, I don't, i'm not talking about overwatch i, I tried two times yeah <laughs> and i was like i had enough i'm done um so at the time though it was like a more general thing and we would just make like mostly the nintendo focused videos yeah um so i i would be like i have an idea for this uh top 10 or whatever this is what i want to do they would be like okay make the video send it in we'll upload it and the the payment structure was literally the same at because we were on that network as like 
through like management, like managed creators and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what our um, payment split was for our regular videos was the same thing for the, the videos on their channel. So it was just like we had 800,000 subscribers uploading okay. videos on their channel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a, a pretty good boost. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I honestly I had no idea. Just to hear that perspective is really cool, and just how you. I mean, even like you said, how your dad said, kind of like, oh, you know, you'll probably have to put this on hold, and you're like, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna do yeah. it. And like, <laughs> I mean, that probably turned out to be one of the best decisions you could have made. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. And you know, AJ, just to give you a little perspective. Um, since we haven't really chatted about it. So how like I came across Hex 4, I got a Switch, not like at launch. I got, and you you probably are better with the timeline. I got it before the, like the, um, what's it called? Like the one with like the second edition. Oh, with, like, the, the new battery. battery. Yeah, the, yeah, new, yeah. the, the red the box. Uh-huh, yep, yep, like, yep. Before that was a thing is when I got it, but it wasn't launch. So I got a Switch and I was like, I... I, the last Nintendo console I had was a Wii. So it's been a minute. So I was like, I don't really know what games to get. So I stumbled on YouTube um, onto Wood from Beat'em Ups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then that led me to Bob from Wolf 10. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay, like these are cool. So I was watching that. And then I remember like Bob was, I was watching one of Bob's videos and you were in one. Mm -hmm. And I, so I just turned 25. So I grew up on Pokemon and stuff and I a big smash, you know, fan mm -hmm. and growing up on that. And like, I just heard like this AJ guy is pretty cool. <laughs> he's <talking laughs> about, like, just like he's going off about like Pokemon and like about um, just smash and stuff. I was like, okay, let me, let me check this out. So like, I, and I don't know if like, I just missed something in the episode or whatever, or like the, not the episode, but the video, but like, I don't think there was any like way to find your channel in that mm -hmm. one video so just like i literally like youtube like aj pokemon like, <laughs> <laughs> or just like something random like really random with that and then like that led me to fanatics 4 and like just with dumb luck like the first like six videos i click mm -hmm. was parker and gotcha. i was like this isn't aj <laughs> like i'm like is the internet lying to me so then I literally just like went through every single video. Then I was like, okay, I see what, like, there's two people here. Mm -hmm. So that's what led me to figuring out, like, um, just discovering your channel and you. And then, I mean, as soon as I found Fanatics 4, like, I, your content, both, you know, you and Parker, your content is just really awesome. It, it's such good energy and entertaining and just great way to kind of stay involved with, like, the Nintendo community and just gaming in general. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how I stumbled across you know you and, and your platform but it's, mm -hmm. it's been awesome and uh you know i appreciate what you guys have done especially within the last year with life kind of being a little hectic uh it's been a, a nice way to just like zone out the world and, and get right. a good laugh in so thank you for entertaining content too thank you for watching it i of appreciate course. it we we have fun doing it, it like literally so when I initially started Fanatics 4, it was four people. None of them were Parker. Uh, <laughs> and Parker, pretty similarly to you, he got a Switch. He was looking for, you know, YouTube content to, like, you know, to, to engage in the hobby beyond playing video games. He found yeah. Fanatics 4. And at some point, the last person that was part of the initial four was like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't really want to do this. 
so the, um he reached out to me a while before that happened where um the guy logan that was on the channel laughed mm -hmm. and he was like i'll help you out with the podcast because at the time the podcast was like really inconsistent because logan wasn't consistently available so it's like if you if you need um somebody to help out with the podcast or maybe guest host sometimes that'd be cool and i um i messaged him and i was like yo would you want to be like a permanent host on the podcast and then he was like sure so then he was a host on the podcast and then after a while of doing that um I was like, I don't, I don't know how I came up, but I was like, you want to like have a show <laughs> on the channel? Like, a, yeah. he was like, oh yeah, we can do that. So he started doing like this uh, eShop roundup show where he just would go through like a, like 10 games that were coming out yeah. that month or something. Right. Um, and then after a while of doing that, people didn't really like that show. They liked the regular show that we do. So I was like, well, why don't you just do that? <laughs> so then he started doing that and now he's just on the channel. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love that. And I mean, it seems like you, you, like you said, you guys just have fun, but you can really tell. And it seems like you just have such a great connection and chemistry together and, you know, work so well together. It's a good dude, awesome. man. Yeah. One of my favorite people. That's Parker, awesome. Top Definitely. And I mean, Hey, you know, at, at that kind of rate of how you and Parker started working together, let me know when you want a third. Um, I'm happy to, got you, got you. <laughs> to join and help out anytime you guys need it. But mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, AJ, when it comes to to YouTube and, you know, and the podcast too, since it is kind of something that you, you know, really grew with when you're in school and everything, have you ever, whether it was in the past or even still to this point, do you ever have any kind of like worries or concerns about, oh, how is this video going to perform? Or what if someone hates what I have to say today? Like, does that get to you or um so the performance of the video that of course matters but because of how inconsistent youtube is i just have contingency plans that are like not directly related to making fanatics 4 videos but because of fanatics 4 i understand the platform i understand making content on the internet and i do like consultant uh consultant work with like brands that are trying to do it but don't understand the internet at all um so like that's like the back the uh the backup plan as it were i guess um but right now my core thing is like i'm worried about performance because i want to be able to like that have fanatics 4 be like the whole thing and also be uh parker's full-time income that's my next major goal is for parker to do fanatics 4 as his job job um so in that way performance matters but i don't really care about performance beyond that i don't really care that much about like uh dissenting opinions of a video where it's like i disagree with this and you're stupid because i don't really care about that yeah. um the most i care about is like th that it's clear that we're making what we believe in and that we're proud of um the the stuff about like if somebody disagrees with me if, because i think that freaking i don't know playstation is a toxic <laughs> company uh, like yeah. i don't really care if they disagree with that um that's kind of what the video is for to to have that conversation yeah. i don't expect everybody to agree with me it's just a, a talking point to be like yo this is the thing what do you think yeah um, so that much like doesn't really bother me to be honest that makes sense and i, I mean i think that that's kind of a I would say almost like a good mentality to have because I know that just even thinking about my you know personal life and everything um, I, I don't have nearly as big of a platform but even just like 
you know, if someone comments on a picture or a post, I might be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. But like, mm-hmm. when you can kind of get to that point where you're like, you know, it is what it is. We have different opinions. That's fine. I feel like it's kind of like liberating in a sense. But the other thing that I've noticed is I feel like you guys do a great job where you have a really awesome community where mm-hmm. it seems like the community is very positive. And I love that, you know, in, in your videos, you're always like, what do you think? Let us know. Like, let's have a conversation. Like what, what do you want us to talk about on the podcast? And like, even in the videos itself, you know, you'll say like, Oh, so-and-so commented this on the last video and like that inspired this. So like, I think that's so cool to see because I think like whether you hear from that individual or anything or whatever like you're probably making such a big positive impact on on them just for them feeling like their opinions being heard or like they're important so it's really cool that that whole thing is like what inspired the channel as a whole because like to go further back as far as like the the four people and stuff like Mm -hmm. that we went to high school together and that's the type of stuff that we would do we would like be in school and be like yo wouldn't it be sick if nintendo made a captain falcon video game or what if they made a ice climber survival game and you had to be like one like nanan and the freaking your friend on wi-fi's popo and you gotta (laughs) you know like we, we would just do that at the lunch table and i'm like yo people make money to do to do this you know um we could like make that a thing um yeah and just expanding on that and including more people in that conversation just seemed really interesting to me i like the whole thing of like i post a video where it's like yo what if star fox was like this and then people are like but like what if it was like this though and i'm like oh shoot i never even thought about that let's circle back on this and then reference this in another video (laughs) you know like that sort of thing having that that developing uh idea amongst the community is really cool that is and you know even just from hearing you talk about that aj like I can hear in your voice, like the passion and like the love that you have for what you do. And just like even taking, you know, me back or the listeners back to like you in high school where you're like having those conversations at the lunch table and everything. Um, You know, where did that passion and like love for video games or Nintendo specifically, where did that come from? I've just always been like a hyper focused slash uh, passionate person. It would literally be like a thing of like, so my dad and my mom, they got separated when I was really young. So I was, and my mom is a Jehovah's Witness. So she doesn't celebrate Christmas or, or any of that stuff, but I would go over to my dad's house and he does all that. Um, so he'd be like, okay, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, yo, you know what I like this year? I like Jimmy Neutron. Uh, so my dad, my dad would go to Toys R Us and the, or whatever toy store and just like do the whole arm, like the the like put your arm on the rack and just pull yeah. it down into like I know he just wants Jimmy Neutron stuff. So this is Jimmy Neutron Christmas, Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon. Well, Pokemon was like a persistent thing. That was like something that since I found Pokemon, that yeah. was always a thing where it's like yeah, like give me Jimmy Neutron, but also put a Pikachu in there too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and again, like that also is a, a thing for me with YouTube where it was like, I wanted to do YouTube. My dad was like, eh, maybe you should wait. And I'm like, no, I want to do YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've just always been super tunnel vision with everything. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I mean, it sounds like it worked out and it hey, throwback to Jimmy Neutron. Those are some yeah. good days. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's ripped, dude, because it like that was that one year was because of the movie. And then the show came out and I was like, man, this isn't as good. The show is way more cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the uh, movie was way more cool. Yeah. 
that's fair. The movie was it was very good. I will say that. <laughs> awesome. So like you mentioned, you know, Jimmy Neutron, Pokemon was always kind of like consistent. Um, were there any other big like franchises that really? Just like you got the bug when you're younger. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's like freaking Dragon Ball Z, okay. uh, which in hindsight, I regret that because Dragon Ball Z is kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> there's Naruto that was also cool. Uh, I had a Beyblades phase, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Rocket Power Sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what else? What else? Uh, I, I like Digimon when Vmon was a thing, mostly because he yeah. blew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, they're pretty much most of the like '90s tsunami yeah. era stuff was was a thing that I liked a lot. Um, but again, po- nothing bigger than Pokemon. Literally, Pokemon is the the biggest <laughs> amongst all yeah. of my interests, and it bleeds into a lot of my other interests. Like a lot of people now know me as like the Smash Brothers guy, and they're like, "Yo, he yeah. really likes Smash Brothers a lot." But the reason why I like Smash Brothers a lot is because Pokemon Trainer is a playable character in the yeah. video game, and that's literally the the full reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it's like, like I like Smash, and I like it mechanically, and it it, it uh. I, I like the the whole uh, progression of getting better at the video game, but I wouldn't care as much if I wasn't if Pokemon Trainer wasn't in the game and also good. So wait for Smash. If there was no Pokemon Trainer, but there was like the rest of the cast, like you know Mewtwo, all those other like playable Pokemon, would you still be as into it, or is it it's no. strictly Pokemon Trainer? One hundred percent no. Um, because okay. all the other Smash, like I always love Smash, like Smash, yeah. but. Every other Smash, I would have, like, a normal amount of playtime in the video yeah. game. <laughs> like, by the time a, a Smash Brothers life cycle's done, it's not, un- uh, like, common for people to have, like, a couple hundred hours in. But yeah. I have, like, almost 2,000 in Smash <laughs> Brothers Ultimate. And oh most gosh. of that is Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. That is some dedication. I love that, though. They're sick. It's such a cool character. <laughs> It is. Pokemon I... Trainer, it just is me as a person that likes Pokemon and how I would play Smash up until that point, yeah. um, where it's like I had I never had a main in Smash ever until this video game because I always get bored. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll try a little Mac. Ah, no, he's boring now. I'll yeah. try Corrin. Ah, she's boring now. You know, like all yeah. that stuff. Like I would always like cycle between a whole lot of characters. And Pokemon Trainer solved that problem because I don't really have time to get bored. It's yeah. like you don't sit on one character long enough to be bored. Right. Yeah. Um, There's so much to it. Yeah, and then also it's like the the whole thing of like loving Pokemon, and I think that Pokemon Trainer like by far is the best. Re- like, because Smash Brothers, the thing that's cool about Smash and like why people get so hype about a lot of the DLC is because it's like recontextualizing a, a game's world in a fighting game. And yeah. I think Pokemon Trainer is the best representation of what Pokemon is. Like, Pokemon Trainer is a better mascot for Pokemon than Pikachu, because. Yeah. Pokemon like Pokemon Trainer represents how the gameplay loop is, and it's like it used to be even like in Brawl when they sucked, it was like oh they have their weaknesses and all that stuff. Um, but now it's just like okay, Pokemon battles are usually three different Pokemon. You know, P- Pokemon evolve. There's mm-hmm. like different stats as far as like speed and like all that, like tanky Pokemon and all that yeah. other stuff. Um, 
they're they're really good in in that aspect and then also they're just very very good characters they are competitively yeah definitely and so i'm gonna kind of put you on the spot maybe but if there was like some random dlc or whatever for ultimate and they brought in another trainer this is not putting me on the spot. I've thought of this, and I've been banging okay. this drum for years. They need to do so. Either they need to do Galarian Pokemon Trainer, and it needs to be freaking um, Score Bunny, uh, Drizzile, and Rillaboom because it okay. would be completely different from the current Pokemon Trainer. Yeah. So it it wouldn't be like a Ditto. I mean, not a Ditto. Right. It wouldn't be like it like wouldn't a, be like a like an Echo, Echo Fighter. Kind of. It wouldn't be a clone or anything like that. But it would still have the same general idea. It would still be a better representation of what Pokemon is. But also, mm-hmm. it would like you would have to play them completely differently because Rillaboom doesn't move like Charizard. Rillaboom right. doesn't have the same move set, and you know, and the same for Score Bunnies, not like Squirtle and right. Drizzile is. 1000% not like Ivysaur. Right. So selfishly it would just let me play more characters but also not give up the whole like the thing the fun that I have when I'm playing Pokemon Trainer where it's like ah right. mixed you. You thought you could hit me but I switched to Ivysaur and I killed you with a downer to up air and you died at 70. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, okay. So I'm so glad that you put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> so you was that your only? No, like, also, <laughs> also, so it's so because of like Pokemon Legends Arceus and, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff, they also could do freaking um, a Gen 4 Pokemon trainer and then do like Chimchar. Um, I don't know about, I guess, nah, probably Grottle and then, um, and then, uh, who is it? Yeah, Empoleon, Empoleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would be the best the the best uh, combination of those three. Um, but the only thing with Empoleon that I'm kind of like, eh, is because he's in Pokken, but yeah. so is Charizard, but Charizard's Charizard, so you can't not right. put him in Pokken. Um, so maybe they 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 flip it and they do um, Prinplup in Torterra, but no Infernape. Nah. Because we already have Charizard, and it's like if, if yeah, I'm gonna be, I want to make the 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 type coverage different. I want to make it so that's that true. the three different stages aren't the same as the other yeah. Pokemon. Okay, I can get behind that. That's fair. So when when did you get into Pokemon? Like, did you start with like the original like Red? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So when I was I don't know like six or something five. <laughs> My dad, I went to go see Mulan, and then <laughs> my dad got bored, and he was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Let's leave. And I was like, well, I don't want to leave. And he was like, it's fine. We'll go, we're we're going to go to a, a, we're going to go to a place, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he, like, took me to Target or something. I don't remember exactly what story it was. And he got me a blue Game Boy Color, and he got me Pokemon Red. And okay. he was like, and then from that point i was like this is sick and then pokemon <laughs> yellow came out uh well b- before then so my mom she used to play pokemon with me um because i could not read well as a as a small child because i'm yeah. like five so <laughs> I was like i don't know how to read most of the words in this video game so she would like play it with me um to help me read it <laughs> yeah um and th- another fun story came from that where it's like so she got very invested in the video game and it was basically her stay file but i was like nah man it's my video game 
I really like Charizard, but I don't know how to use the box. So yeah. even though I have the Charmander that that the game gives you, um, and Pokemon Yellow specifically, uh, I want a Charmander that I can access. So I had a next door neighbor who coincidentally is actually named Mulan. <laughs> um, and, and she had a Charmander and she was like, yo, I'll trade you Charmander. Give me your Pikachu. And I was like, I don't give a crap about this stupid rat. I'll give you Char- I'll give Pikachu for Charmander. So then I did that. And my mom was like, yo, what the heck? What happened to Pikachu? Pikachu's not following you around anymore. What's going on? And I'm like, yo, I gave it to Mulan because I wanted Charmander. She's like, what? So she made me go to Mulan's house and trade her back. For, for Pikachu, but the Pikachu wasn't Pikachu anymore, so it didn't follow you anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, you made me do all that for nothing. <laughs> that is a great story. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that. Wow. That that is incredible. That is so great. Uh I feel like you'll you'll appreciate this. So like when I got I think it was yeah it was red. When I got red I what year did that come out? Was that uh ninety eight year. 98 you said yeah in america 98 i think it was like 96 in japan okay yeah so geez, i mean i was i was two so i <laughs> i must have not have gotten it then i probably got it like in the early 2000s or something um but like you you know like i i couldn't really read that well at that age just being a young child and just have like a grasp on what was going on and i remember <laughs> specifically like to this day i was like going through um uh, the viridian forest I got poisoned and no, like no. in the old games when it like your screen like flat like yeah like, it's flickers. like you are dying i thought Hit like my game now. was like corrupted or something <laughs> like i was like like is my game gonna explode like what's going on did i ruin it like i, I would like run to my parents like i think i broke my new game like i started like crying i was like i don't know what's going on and then like i had like an uh, like a, a family friend who i think was like probably 10 or something at the time they're like no like just go to the pokemon center and heal i was like oh, okay cool <laughs> yeah i and that's something that comes up a lot with bob when he's playing through pokemon games right because like i understand pokemon and he like kind of likes pokemon where he's like the the creatures are cute and that's like his extent of it i don't think i've ever really struggled with that sort of stuff just because of the anime where it was like i know know, ash's pikachu got poisoned he had to run to the pokemon center so that is answered for me already they don't even need good game design because i watched the anime (laughs) that's true okay okay yeah no i mean that's that is you're just ahead of the game then (laughs) (laughs) do you have a a favorite uh game from the series or generation or anything uh sword and shield free especially after the dlc really Um, okay yeah so i think that like a lot of people don't like sword and shield because it's not trying to be what pokemon isn't you know uh where it's like man this isn't rpg enough for me like look at dragon quest and i mean the famous uh comparison look at breath of the wild Mm -hmm. and it's like i mean the games have never really been that and if you're truly honest with yourself the story of the games has never been a focus or good right. at, at best it's like it's trying to be like try hard like um commentary on pokemon that's like the low-hanging fruit commentary of like what do, how do pokemon feel about being used as tools for war <laughs> like yeah okay i guess that i guess that that's uh a deep question to ask or something uh but it's it doesn't really make the story good like something mm-hmm. that uh 
people are talking about more increasingly with Nintendo is like Nintendo doesn't really care about story. Like yeah. they care a lot about lore and that's what's very good about Pokemon, but mm -hmm. they don't work their lore into their stories. It's 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 always like at at most environmental storytelling and like you finding, you know, Pokedex entries and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh but the like the actual like this is what is on the game box and it's a it's like he's a troubled youth <laughs> and <laughs> and he thinks that Pokemon are being enslaved, you know, like that whole situation like yeah. that story is always very like boilerplate super yeah. simple uninteresting um and pokemon sword and shield is just like all right so we're not even going to try to do that <laughs> we're just right. gonna it, it's just about the trainer's journey that's the story and it, a lot of things that they would uh do in past games for the sake of like making the story more engaging for you as a child it it doesn't do that because it's like that wouldn't make any sense why would we have this freaking champion that is like the best trainer in the world why would we make you the child the hero from the get-go we're going to try him first and then if you if he fails then maybe you get a chance right uh, so in a lot of different ways like that and the fact that like it um it makes playing the game you know like the competitive pokemon uh team building and all that stuff it makes that a lot easier and easier to understand um mm -hmm. after the dlc it did like all the like pokemon like lore nerd stuff or not pokemon world nerd stuff that i like where it's like you, your pokemon follow you here you yeah. know like i can talk to my pokemon i did that because previously my favorite Pokemon game was Heart Gold and Soul Silver because it did that. And then also, so the only thing that Pokemon Sword and Shield kind of doesn't do, but at the same time kind of does, is the additional region. Um, mm -hmm. It sort of does the additional region thing, but not really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Also, it's just like, the even though people are like, the trees and all that, it's like objectively <laughs> the best looking Pokemon yeah. game. Like objectively. Mm -hmm. And... Like the 3DS era specifically, it's weird that people have like, uh, like fond feelings for it because the 3DS could barely run Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like you're saying that these games are good and we're okay with these games, but the one that is literally like, like they went from uh 240p to 1080p with some frame dips and and like the the connection's weird when you're in the wild area and you have your like your um Ycom turned on or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like. That's that. Those are so minuscule issues compared to what we've been dealing with for the past twenty years. Yeah. Like, of course, like I want them to get better. I make a lot of videos about that. But right, at the same right. time, we got to be realistic here. No game developer, including the Ubisofts, the EAs, and all this stuff, went from four eighty p to ten eighty p seamlessly. Right. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's really good perspective and good points. And it's so funny, AJ, because I feel like. Like I just hear you talk, and I'm like, that is that's me. Like, <laughs> mine was heart gold, soul silver. Like, I mean, it was the original gold, silver, crystal growing mm -hmm. up, because that's like when I kind of hit the age where like I could like read <laughs> and yeah. comprehend mm -hmm. what was going on. So I mean, I put so much time into those, and then it was heart gold, soul, soul silver. And then mm -hmm. I've taken so much slack from people, but I love sword and shield. It's so it like, yeah, I, I don't people know. Are, 
it's very dumb, dumb man yeah. they're idiots because <laughs> like, like they 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 all rally behind this whole campaign and again i've been beating this drum for the whole time i've been yes. on youtube where it's like pokemon is massive like yes. pokemon is literally literally the biggest entertainment brand in the world yeah. they should do something with that and now people are kind of like weaponizing that where it's like they're the biggest entertainment brand in the world why aren't the games more ambitious and yeah. it's like i mean they are but at the same time they're at this place where they they have call of duty syndrome where it's yeah. like if they change it too much their fan base will be pissed they don't change it enough their fan base will be pissed so what yeah. do you do <laughs> exactly. other than just okay let's do like the natural progression of like improving on the last thing that we did not reinventing the wheel although yeah. again i want them to do that but i'm not going to be like indignant about it right um so it's like and then also people don't do the the like they're arguing in bad faith they they say yeah. like oh it's the biggest entertainment brand in the world but then they don't pay attention to the fact that the games are less than 20 percent of that the, yeah. the games are like they they're obviously they're big you know they make them a lot of money yeah. but if we're going to argue like they're such a big brand they should invest more money into themselves they're doing that because right. their biggest thing is their their apparel and their like their merch and like plush yeah. <laughs> and seeing by the fact that we're getting freaking $400 like high quality Psyducks and Mareeps and stuff like <laughs> we can see that they're reinvesting in their brand they're yeah. just not, like it's just not um that their their uh, money breakdown isn't what gamers want it to be yeah they wish it was all the video games and it feels like that to them because that's how they engage with the world but right. it's just not that so it's like they they just put a um a reasonable amount of money into the things that they think are going to make them a certain amount and i think that now that like sword and shield are like on par with like gold and silver sales wise and mm -hmm. like that sort of stuff they're going to invest more time and money into the games and i think we can already see that with legends arceus and all that yeah um but it's just, again even then it's not going to be like we're waking up tomorrow and breath of the wild is out because even zelda took 30 years to get to that point right exactly for sure and i mean just out of curiosity like you mentioned your playtime for smash do you have any idea what your rough like playtime is for sword and shield uh like two 250 hours or something like that okay Gotcha. Yeah. I, the, the the thing with Pokemon is like there's a lot of stuff that I want to do where it's like I want to shiny hunt and I want to <laughs> I want to like battle with my friends and stuff like that. But I don't have like a lot of friends that are like into Pokemon in that way because like even me, right? Like I love Pokemon, yeah. but the gameplay of Pokemon is like a means to an end for me where it's yeah. like I don't really care about RPGs. I just love Pokemon and this is what they're giving me. Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll play this. Uh, so I don't like find myself having a lot of fun with like just building a team for the sake of it, you know, yeah. uh, which is again, why I'm like, ah, I'd rather play smash because I can play the Pokemon that I want, That's you true. know, in the way that I want, I should say, okay. uh, rather than playing Pokemon. But like whenever people like, yo, you're trying to do a multi battle, I'm like, yo, I'm down. Let's yeah. do it. You're trying to do Dynamax raids. I'm down. <laughs> like, Okay. Uh, after after this recording, AJ, uh, I'll shoot you my, my friend code. Um, I, I feel very bad when I... I, I don't tell people this because I feel just... I don't know what happened, but I got sword um, at launch. And last time I checked, I think I'm at like 627 hours nice. into it. Nice. <laughs> I, I always find that weird that people like 
shame that and they shame it on yes. both ends of the spectrum yeah. where it's like say bob right bob talks about how much time he has in breath of the wild and he has like 40 hours or something like that and people are like ew that's yeah. what you literally make video game videos for a living how dare you only have 40 hours 40 only 40 hours yeah. in, in the video game or whatever right um but on the other end of the spectrum, where it's like me, where it's like you have eighteen hundred hours in Smash. That's how how do you even have the time for that? And it's like, first of all, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Yeah, Smash is on more often than I'm actually playing it. Like I literally play Smash while I'm editing videos, so it's like, oh, this yeah. is rendering. I can get two matches in or whatever. So it's yeah. like that inflates the time and stuff like that and then there's people like tweak who is the number three best smash brothers player in the world he mm -hmm. has ten thousand hours just on his switch this yeah. isn't counting uh playing friendlies on other people's switches right. it's not counting other setups in his house it's not counting tournament matches ten thousand hours on his switch <laughs> like it, you gotta do what you gotta do man yeah <laughs> like, you want to get good at the game you gotta practice yeah no for sure and i mean like and just for the record, so when he was not concerned about me, um, very similar to, to you, AJ, like a lot of my hours and like sort have been like um, idle. Uh, yeah, just like, yeah, you know, like I'm waiting for my food to finish cooking and I'm just like mm -hmm. biking around to hatch an egg for like shiny yep. and stuff like that. So it's very idle time. But um, just for like to go off what you're saying with Smash, like there's so much tech and so much with the meta of Smash, like. If you want to get good at the game, you have to put so much time into that. Yeah, game. it's true, and I—that's I, like, that's why. Like this conversation is so complicated as far as like the time, because then yeah. there's a lot of people that like they'll play me in Smash, right? And they'll be like, ah, like if only I played this game more, I would be better. And I'm like, or I would be like winning. I I would be better than you if I could put more time in. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that <laughs> because yeah. it's, it it goes further than just putting raw hours in. Like I would say right. most of the hours that I have in Smash were not good for me as a person that is trying to get better at the game because they're just playing online with randoms that are just trying to cheese me. So like I'm yeah. trying to learn how to not get cheesed, not how to play the game efficiently. Like right. I probably have like 200 quality hours in Smash. Yeah in total across the two plus years that it's been out um so it's like it, to some degree it's like yeah you got to put a lot of time in but it's like you got to put in a lot of like focus time and like getting good practice yeah. or like working specifically on like stuff that's going to help you uh and the like your game knowledge is more important like it, it's better that you know when to do the few things that you understand how to do than yeah. it is to learn how to do a lot of tech like right. I could probably beat most people just by doing very simple things because I know when to do those simple things. Then right. I could be like, oh, well, I'm going to reverse aerial rush you at 20 and you'll die <laughs> off. The you know, like that. Right. Kind of stuff. I'm loving this conversation, but I feel like people that like have no idea. Like, like what, gaming is, what, is that? Like, <laughs> what is going on right now? Like, are we still in English? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> Well, so we'll play some Pokemon. We'll play some Smash. Mm -hmm. You can oh, make wait, fun no, of you play Yoshi. I don't know yeah. <laughs> no, Yoshi and Sonic just for you. <laughs> I forgot about the Sonic. That's even grosser. So I was playing again. No, so um, when I play Smash now, because what I used to do is um, I would just go on Elite Smash and play the game like that. Um, but now I have Pokemon Trainer and Min Min 
they have the exact same GSP. Okay. So I'm like, I feel like I can't, like, that is like a phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> like, down to the last number, they had the exact same GSP. I can't mess that up. And it's not even a thing of, like, because I know I have a lot of friends that, like, they look at Elite Smash like this badge of honor. And yeah. it's like, man, I ha- I got so-and-so in Elite Smash, and I, I don't really care about that. I don't really look at it like that. For me, Elite Smash, in my mind, is like my bare minimum. Like, if I'm not in Elite Smash, clearly I'm not good with the character that I'm using. Right. Um. So, like, I get in Elite Smash, and I'm like, all right, now it's time to play the video game. They get in Elite Smash, and they're like, all right, time to never touch this character again. Time to try to get another character in Elite Smash. Right. Um, so it's like, it, that makes it complicated, because I, when I want to just play with random people, I'm like, I can't really do that. So now what I got to do is I got to go and, like, open arenas and yeah. open my own open arenas with no password and stuff like that. Um, so a couple of days ago, I went in an open arena with a Yoshi, <laughs> yeah. and I was, like, destroyed. Like, he was he was you can tell that he was upset because he's like it just got to a certain point in the matches where he's like i'm just gonna spam down b and hopefully it works <laughs> like hopefully you get hit and yeah. as squirtle at 60 and you just die um and then it just got i freaking what did i hit him with i like down through him with ivysaur and then i did like the freaking you know what ivysaur's nair looks like it's like yeah. a spinning leaf that i nared him and then i up aired him and then i upbeat him and he died and then he rage quit and i was like oh no oh no oh no <laughs> because even with characters that i don't like so when i open uh public arenas i'll just leave it open and then like a ddd will come in and i'm like uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, but i'm still gonna play it like yeah it's fine. um but it is annoying and gross and that everybody that plays ddd should feel bad yeah i can get behind that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny man and like I, seriously like we, we need to find some time to play or something i i will preface okay. i i'm not like you're probably gonna blow me out of the water. Like I, I haven't played in a minute, and I'm, I'm not. I never got too, too good at the game, but I, I can hold my own. I think, yeah, but... I think that that's the thing. Like, cause, uh, so in Bob's Discord, there's like yeah. the people that just hang out in his, or used to, used to just hang out in his open chat, and sometimes I would pop in there, and, and like, and I, I, uh what to emphasize sometimes at first because like whenever i go in there it's like oh my god it's the aj dude <laughs> it's, like, it's like and now they like jokingly do that like these, yeah. this group of people that they're called the they're called the open chat gang now because yeah. of scootish um and what happened what, after me just jumping into the, whenever they do community game nights for smash they just got better because they're like playing they're getting quality smash time they're playing against somebody that's like also trying to get very good at the video game right and that pushes them to try to get better because like it's either you have me in the arena with 45 consecutive wins before the session's over or you get better you yeah. know what i mean like you, you, there's no in between there um right. so i think that that'll be like if we do start playing smash i think that that will be a, a, a level up for you oh for <laughs> and sure also for me because i don't play that many yoshis <laughs> Or Sonics. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it, it'll be a great experience. And um, maybe I, I might, you know, I've dabbled around with some other characters. There's, It's a great roster. So maybe I'll, yeah, I'll find people that you could maybe uh, not. Respect more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a little more respect for. <laughs> oh, man. That's so great. I, oh, geez. I, that just makes me think of like, and I, I swear we'll, we'll move past Smash after this. But when I... <laughs> 
when I started college um, for undergrad, I started in uh, 2014. And yeah, I guess Brawl was, or maybe Smash 4 was out. I never had a Wii U, so I don't really follow that. 20, yeah, 2014 was, uh, I think Smash 4 came out in 2014. Okay. Okay. For sure. So maybe it was just coming out or maybe it was out or whatever. But mm-hmm. like I moved I moved to my um, into my dorm room and everything. And, you know, kind of being a freshman and wanting to like make friends be social. I would just kind of like walk the halls and there are people playing Melee um, like on a mm-hmm. GameCube. Just and I, I grew up on like, I mean, I grew up playing um, Smash on 64, but like yeah. I've put so many hours into Melee. And even like when Brawl and Smash 4 came out, like me and my friends, we just played Melee or Project M to anyone that. Oh, you're one of those. Gross. Gross. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So, like, that's, like, what I played on and everything. And, like, they're just, like, they're, like, so hardcore about it. Like, they're just, like, oh, my God. Like, like, we're, like, the best Smash players in, in, like, on campus or whatever. And they're just, like, super intense about it. And they're, like, no one can beat us. Like, we're just, like, elite Smash level players. And, like... (laughs) they're like playing melee and like i don't know like how much you got into melee or anything but like they're using like kirby and like link and what? I'm like what? oh no <laughs> like and i was like all right like I'll, I'll play like a match and like okay you're gonna lose like we're gonna crush you and like i like four stocked them <laughs> like, for like an hour straight and it was just like the greatest moment of my life i was like all right i could just like retire from smash and just be <laughs> completely happy because they're just like they're just like just cheesing all these like other freshmen that are like oh my god like i want to play and like like you could just tell like they didn't like the other kids they were playing like had no idea what they're doing they probably Mm -hmm. never like touched a gamecube controller (laughs) and i'm just like all right like i'll be right back i like go to my room come back with my own gamecube controller (laughs) (laughs) plug it in and like all right like i'll give you a competition and in those days I, i was big on roy so um a big roy main with yoshi so i used roy and it was a it was a good time so yeah, that's my. That's my a less. That's a rest. A less gross. Uh, stable of characters, but Yoshi's still yes. there. So yes, I mean, Yoshi's still still moderately gross. That's fair. Um, it's like so that's like such a a smash like cliche. Yeah. Where people are like, I'm the best in my friend group. Yeah. And it's like I occupy like this weird space where it's like I'm the best in my friend group, and it's like my friend group also is like a few hundred if not thousand people that play me on stream all the time you know so it's like i i'm tested to to an extent like i've beaten like players that are pretty good but i know i'm not that good yeah like like i would like if we're putting rankings i'm probably somewhere in top five thousand or something like that yeah (laughs) but i know i'm not like tweak or mk leo levels you know like I know, and I know for a fact now because I did a session with them. I know that I can at least get a stock off every game. I know that much, right? <laughs> but I also know enough to be like, nah, I'm not like, I'm not really messing with them. <laughs> I, I like, I don't know how big you are into the scene, but have you ever heard of Dirt Boy? No, who's that? Shout out to Dirt Boy. I went to college. He went to the same college as me, but he was at one point the number one uh, Squirtle player in Michigan where i'm from what so, he's a squirtle main yeah he's a squirtle. Oh, you're talking, are you talking about project m or are you talking about uh, smash ultimate no yeah sorry project m oh, okay got you, got you yeah, got yeah. You. so th- th- this was a few years back but like he was like the number one squirtle main in uh in the state 
and I went to school with him. <laughs> he's on. He's on Smash Wiki. <laughs> I see him. No, that's so funny. So like, I I used to like they would have like um, you, you know, they would just have friendlies like in like there's a Smash Club at my school, so they would just have friendlies. I'd pop in from time to time, and yeah, he 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 was a very good Squirtle player. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of like what I've learned with the Smash community is like I feel like the people that are like. I'm the best one ever. Like I feel like they're they're just not that good. They're, like, yeah, yeah, they're usually bad. They're yeah, usually the people bad. that are good are the ones like they're like eh, I'm okay. Like exactly, I kind of hold my own. And like then you play them and you're like oh my. Because like the people that are good play the other people that are good. Exactly. So they so they know that they're not like the best. You right. Know? Right. Unless you're MKLeo and you literally are. <laughs> In He's case, so good. It's like ah well I don't I don't know what to tell you and it's right. like M K Leo's type of good grosses me out. <laughs> yeah. I'm sickened by the M K yeah. Leo good because M K Leo I don't feel like fully understands why he's good. Yeah, that's why like when they started doing these metafy sessions and stuff like that, I'm like yo. MK Leo is going to have so many people that like come to him and he's like you know just win dude <laughs> like yeah. just you know just win just knock him off the stage. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love this conversation. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about this. For I literally could hours. talk about Smash yeah. Brothers for, forever. And when, like, I, I never really get the chance to talk about Smash because yeah. most people that I talk to about video games are not there. Like, even when I'm talking, like, me and Bob, that's most of our DM thread is yeah. like, yo, look at this Captain Falcon clip. Yo, look at this Ivysaur clip. Yo, look at how cheesy freaking Rob is or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> but even like those conversations, we don't really get into the, like the whole thing of like, other, unless there's a tournament where it's like, yeah. yo, this player, like, how he did that. That back air right there was so yeah. good. He did, yeah. he did back air at the perfect moment. <laughs> oh, I love that man. Oh my gosh, this this is fantastic. Um, you know, shout out to my. So I, I grew up with these four guys, and like the five of us were were best friends. We've been best friends all of our lives, and that's like who I play Smash with. And like, just with growing up, like we're kind of in different areas, so like you know we don't get together too much, and not everyone has a Switch, so we can't really play um you know Ultimate Online and stuff. But um, I play like when we're when we get together, like when we all get in town together, like we'll just play like Smash for like eight hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like going this like just dark tunnel of like just smash and like ne- next time that happens I'll, I'll read i'll shoot you a message or something and we'll get you in on some and I'm we'll just down. have a great smash time man i am down <laughs> oh man down for a smash I session i love that so i, I <laughs> finally switching gears <laughs> and sorry to anyone that's listening it's like what the hell is going <laughs> on uh i mean aj obviously video games smash pokemon things that we've talked about but are there any other big like passions that you have that are outside of the gaming sphere right now for whatever reason all this comic book like media stuff like freaking invincible is sick yeah (laughs) i just watched like the last few episodes of invincible again with my friend lee um on discord (laughs) invincible is freaking wild dude yeah have you do you have you seen any of that no, I haven't seen much of it. Oh my god! I'll have it's, to now. So it's so cool. It's so cool because like I was watching. So I heard about it tangentially, like the comic, um, from Greg Miller. Um, he's like the biggest Invincible fan that I know. Yeah, and he um, 
he was basically saying like so like people you got to watch this or or read this at the time and trust me stick with it like i i know that you might want to leave out he didn't really say why but he was like i know you might want to like abandon it but like stick <laughs> stick with it and i was i literally had that exact experience when i'm watching the show so like the show is like uh like 45 minute long episodes or whatever and i'm like 20 minutes into this episode i'm like man this is just a superman ripoff and yeah. like it's just it's like superman trying to be edgy <laughs> and then like the 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 twist happens i'm like what yeah <laughs> so from that point i was like yo <laughs> like i'm in and I, I think that like i feel bad for people that are like um coming into the show or like the series in general that have the the um the preface of like this is like a different type of show yeah. you know like i didn't really have that i just knew that there was some reason why i, would, I might get bored and if i do get bored stay anyway um if i knew ahead of time i feel like i wouldn't be like as in i probably would still think it was like neat but like yeah me with watching things is not a good comment like if it's not a youtube video i'm probably not gonna watch it because it's like that's like an hour dude you yeah. know, I could do it with that hour <laughs> Like, and then I had to like actually pick because like with YouTube videos, a lot of times I can just be like, all right, I'm just gonna like click on this YouTube video and then open another tab and do something else. Yes. But like if I'm watching a show and I know that this is like a, a zeitgeist moment and people want to talk about the show and they're like, yo, but at that point when the guy looked at the other guy, <laughs> like, yeah. well, I didn't see him look at the other guy because I was listening to a podcast also or something. Yeah. Like oh man, that that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. It's it's sick. It's so cool. Okay awesome and then also like all the mcu stuff yeah that's happening right now it's also sick and it's messed up that we gotta wait like six weeks or something obnoxious like that yeah oh man dude i, I feel like we, we're destined to be friends <laughs> <laughs> i'm loving this oh man i'm like i'm sitting here like so like i guess to anyone listening where i like do my recordings and stuff like i would call it like you know the the childhood room that I grew up in, that's like a game room. So like right now, like I'm staring at like my amiibo, like my smash, smash amiibo collection, my old See. GameCube. Like <laughs> I'm just like looking at all this stuff, and I'm like, I just want to like talk to AJ about like this like <laughs> random stuff I'm into, and I'm like, that's so much fun. But I'm like, if anyone's listening, like let, let's rein it in, Zach. Like let's talk about maybe something. <laughs> it's not just like nerding out for another you know hour of time. <laughs> see that like on our podcast we're like nah man like (laughs) we just go into random tangents argue about pairs exactly and again that's just to show anyone listening like this this is completely random like unscripted i had no idea what we were going to talk about going into Mm. this conversation i had no idea we would be going down so many rabbit holes (laughs) of franchises Uh I guess kind of maybe trying to rein things in a little bit before my mind just goes completely to some other franchise we're just going to gush about. Uh, you know, AJ, to, to anyone that's listening that maybe wants to kind of, we'll say, follow in your footsteps of content creation, YouTube, podcasting, whatever it may be, do you have any advice for kind of getting started with those kind of things? That is so, <laughs> that's like part of what i do is like right get branded so it's like that's a rabbit hole um for the most part i would say pick something that you're passionate about and stick as closely to that niche and make it as targeted as possible um because especially on youtube and i mean twitch to a certain degree too 
um because like the algorithm really favors that like the broader you are the harder it is to like serve your videos and it will punish you for that where it's like well we don't know what this is and like if we don't know what it is then people probably won't know what it is so we're not going to show it to people right um so i would say that that's a very important thing another important thing is like consistency because like there can you could this is something that me and bob talk about a lot where it's like you could literally upload a black screen every day at 2 p.m on a thursday or whatever like and you do that for long enough you're going to gain an audience for it so it's like really okay yeah consistency is very important because people form rituals around it and then once once there's a ritual once it's like man every day every day after i uh like get home from work and i grab my starbucks that brand new action point comes out you know like yeah on my Saturdays, I mow my lawn and directly use up, you know, like that, that sort of thing. Like people uh, grow attached to the, the content that you make because it becomes a part of their day. Um, so the, the easier you make it on people to like to incorporate you in, in their day and make it like and it, it doesn't have to be like this super like deep thing where it's like you make my life <laughs> complete <laughs> you know it's like yeah. you know it's just a little just a little extra entertainment for the day like as long as long as like you can answer the question for for them before you even show before they see anything why do i need this and that is important like need it, they need it on some level if yeah. you can answer that question then you already know most of what you need to know to make content on the internet um you got to fill a niche and a need got to answer a a desire people have okay and just hear you say that like i just think like you know what every tuesday and thursday i i grab lunch at 3 30 (laughs) four o'clock like it's like 3 59 like all right i got a minute and then i'm gonna watch like 15 minutes of content then i'm gonna get back to work nice (laughs) so there there's an example of consistency and building a ritual yep (laughs) without even realizing that that's what i do so yeah awesome. and it's like that was like not even something that was like so a lot of my youtube journey was like i was just doing stuff uh like intuitively of like this yeah. is how i think it will work and then like i would hear like industry professionals and like people that are like part of like the different uh multi-channel networks that we've been a mm-hmm. part of and management and like all that stuff and they would put the like method to the madness where it's like I was doing this stuff anyway, but now I know why it matters. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> I love I, I love just kind of hearing about like your journey, how it's how it's developed, and you know the things that you've learned along the way. And yeah, because you said it's been like six years. You said at mm-hmm. the beginning of this. Okay, so yeah, I'm sure it feels like you just started yesterday, but also probably yes. feels like it's been like a lifetime. Like yep. I feel like it's probably that weird meta. <laughs> Definitely. So then you know to anyone that might want to get started and you know is looking for their niche and you know gaining consistency i mean i I know like your kind of um your kind of experience is different maybe than than most but how long would you say it it usually would take someone to kind of gain traction uh that's i mean that's hard to answer because yeah there's no like there is no like definite thing because everybody has like different levels of like uh opportunity you know right. where it's like um it's, i i know bob now that's part of like and like 
I know all these other creators that are like doing like MDB and like Dan Cyber and all that stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like that is a, my version of a cheat code. TGN, you know, like having friends that like also do this and keep me motivated and like have their own audiences and we're able to share audiences back and forth. Yeah. Um, maybe somebody's freaking friends with Ninja, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that or that sort of thing. Or maybe they went to school for for audio production. Like I think that. Um, to to um uh bring up another example of a version of this um a big thing for i think bob's success is because he was a graphic designer before youtube and his thumbnails are immaculate (laughs) um and it's because he had that background and like thumbnails on youtube are almost more important than the video um so the fact that he was able to leverage his experience in that way I think is a big part of his success. If you can make content like that, and it's yeah. literally just an extension of what you would do anyway, yeah. uh, I think that that can help you gain an audience pretty okay. easily. Because um, if you like it and friends you know that also like it, there's probably going to be more people like you that like it too. Um, so as long as you're, again, consistent, and you try to make it like as high quality as it possibly can because before it was like a thing of like just use whatever you got you got a, the old steady cam from 2002 great mm-hmm. like now it's a little a higher barrier of entry because everybody has an iphone and iphones are freaking 4k cameras <laughs> like they shoot mm-hmm. 4k 60 um you, you can't just grab anything uh but you gotta leverage what you know and who you know to um try to you know build off of that that makes sense i mean i feel like yeah you know just to kind of address my own question almost like everyone has a different timeline and depending on your 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 niche and everything it probably you know it depends and how much time like is this something that you do one hour a week you know Mm -hmm. between your job or is this something that you can spend uh, like two hours every day so that's definitely subjective for sure but I, i like how you said you know leverage kind of like your resources and like it's almost like we talk in like the business world about like networking and like yep. you know networking for jobs like you're still doing that in like a creative space and like collaborating with fellow creatives and stuff like that so i think that's definitely a good perspective and i know you've mentioned bob so shout out to bob <laughs> he's awesome my guy, the, my guy the thumbnails are fantastic and i swear that guy's just like a wizard like yeah I just watched like that video. is like that's another rabbit hole that we go down. We're, yeah, we're like, yo, look at this guy's thumbnail. The uh, we freaking talk about the Vsauce thumbnail of like, uh, this isn't yellow or whatever. Yeah. Like, like those. It's like that's brilliant. <laughs> like we just do the, the YouTube nerd stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like that is like uh, the um. Because, again, I have a lot of YouTube friends, and a lot of them are not like that, where it's like, ah, you know, I just let the the auto (laughs) generate or whatever the thumbnail. No, me and Bob are like, we're going to spend an hour and a half on this thumbnail at minimum. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is, that's awesome. I I swear to God, and, and please tell Bob this, like, when I watched his video of him putting, like, Tenant. Yes. Like, that broke my mind. Yes. 
when he told me that, and I still want this, <laughs> when he told me that that was going to be a thing, I was like, yo, I want freaking Christopher Nolan to see this so bad yeah. <laughs> because I want him to do the freaking like um, uh, Scorsese's uh, <laughs> like uh, rant of like, who is this YouTuber? He doesn't know true art. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be the pinnacle of life for me. Oh <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh my Ever anyone listening, please go show Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, seven degrees, Kevin Bacon, or something like that. Yeah. Please tell your friend that knows that knows freaking Christopher Nolan that yeah. Pop made that video. <laughs> please. <laughs> that oh my god, that that video. I like when I saw that come out. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it. I'm like, my mind like shattered seven times throughout. I'm like. How, how what drives someone to do that and then how do you like figure out how to do that and it's just it's incredible it wow please everyone listen go check that out yes <laughs> oh man awesome <laughs> oh aj it's been this has been so much fun man <laughs> agreed i'm having a great time um oh man i, I don't even like i i feel like i don't even know what to say at this point i'm just like <laughs> I'm just like replaying everything we've talked about. I'm just like over here, like I feel like I'm like a kid in a candy store, just like having a great conversation and stuff. Um, but <laughs> AJ, for you know anyone anyone listening who has enjoyed anything we've talked about or wants to check out your content, um, what's the what's the best way to keep up with you? Is it like your Twitter or do you have any other? Yeah, the best stuff? way to keep up with me is Twitter because I link to all the other stuff. Uh, okay, my Twitter is twitter.com slash a mccray jr a m c r a e j r um and then also fanatics four on twitter fanatics f i i mean f-a-n-a-t-i-x f-o-u-r and that's on all the other things youtube.com slash fanatics four twitch.tv slash fanatics four you know perfect i'll also throw that all in the description so feel free to click down there to see all that and then fanatics four every tuesday every thursday at 4 p.m eastern time yep yep aj specifically tuesdays yep usually, usually. We, we we switch it up it depends especially there there's some developments that yeah. i'm not allowed to talk about well actually okay. i'm allowed to talk about that parker uh is adopting yeah um, so yeah. that that's changing some stuff it's still going to be like he's still going to upload and do all that stuff but it, it, days might change Okay. Yeah, like this uh, past week, he wrote all the videos from this week, and I recorded and hosted them. Um, so like there might be stuff like that where it's like, gotcha. he doesn't have time to do certain aspects of it. And I'll do more of it, or days need to switch or whatever. So we try not to like, um, even though we need to change our banner because our banner has like our days for the person or whatever. Yeah. Um, but usually it's just like two videos a week. That's the that's the promise. <laughs> two videos a week, and then the podcast once yep. a week. Saturdays. Yep, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay, perfect. So yeah, I'll throw all that on the on the description, but definitely check out AJ, especially if you are into any of the stuff that we <laughs> talked about. I can tell that AJ is super passionate about it and would be happy to have some conversations um, about these kind of things. And uh, yeah, just I mean, great content. Um, you know, with the podcast and with, with YouTube. So definitely some good source of entertainment if you are into Nintendo or gaming or just want to support some cool people with some good energy and, and positivity. So 
um, definitely check out AJ. AJ, is there anything that you want to end our time with? Any last words to anyone listening or anything like that? Thanks for having me, dude. You you really you're you're doing good work for Yoshi Mains. They're not all toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best compliment I, I've received in 25 years of life. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, and you know, thank you for taking the time, man. It, it's been awesome, uh, just kind of talking about all these things. And I feel, like I said, I feel like I'm a little kid, just you know with friends having the time of my life talking about things that I grew up loving and that I still love to these, to this day. So I appreciate your, your time. Thanks for having me. Of course. Good. Glad to hear it. All right, AJ, I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you. See ya.